Hi guys, welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin. It's true, I'm here. And I'm your host, Brody Brown. We're here once again to talk about all the hottest news of the week. You can, of course, listen on Spotify, tune in on iTunes, broadcast us from your boombox, or transmit us from your cutest local satellite dish. Either way, thank you for joining us again. We've got, wow, major splits. Equally shocking pregnancy news, college cheating scandal updates, jerky billionaires, insight into friends falling out, drive-by shootings, Photoshop fails, Sarah, not your Photoshop fails, these are some <laughs> quarantine couplings, and so, so much more. But first, of course, we're going to set intentions. That's where we ask celebrities to stop doing things, to start doing things we do every week. Sarah Huron, baby girl, kick it off. Who's your intention for? First of all, I've never had a Photoshop fail. I don't <laughs> okay. even know how to use Sorry. Photoshop. Facetune, so... Facetune fail, Facetune fail. But or this is a Photoshop fail. Okay, congratulations. You are alone in your field. Welcome to our world. I mean, I've used it before, but not failed at it. Oh, hey. Just kidding. She um, a pro. My celebrity intention is for Nick Vile. Oof. I don't know if you guys saw, but he was on a podcast this week, and he said that he slid into Olivia Munn's DMs. Yes, he did. And it was New, it was New Year's Day, and his line was, I'm aiming high this year. And that's all he said. And she didn't respond, right? She didn't even open it, but he's convinced she saw it because he says every <laughs> famous person checks their DMs and looks for the blue check mark. Um, if that was true, I think I'd get a lot more DMs back, but that's besides the point. I just want Nick Vile to, one, continue shooting a shot because it's hilarious, and two, to release all the names and all the receipts because at this point, like, why the hell not? Nick is really having a moment. I feel like people are very into what he's saying right now, which I'm confused how that happened, but good for him. You know, it's funny because a lot of people in The Bachelor have podcasts or platforms and opinions, and a lot of times it really doesn't matter unless they're directly connected to the person. But Nick has this ability to just weigh in on Bachelor drama, and I think it's because he's not afraid to like ruffle some feathers and say what people are really thinking, whereas a lot of people try to you know sugarcoat it. So it's interesting. So just keep doing you, Nick, and give me some more receipts. Yeah, don't give us the sugar. Give us the spice, baby. Okay, Travis, who is your intention for? Uh, my intention, well, first of all, I've had many Facetune fails back when the app was first invented. It takes a little bit to get used to. Um, <laughs> my intention is for Fran Drescher, also known as Ooh. the nanny. The nanny. Nanny. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, that was painful. Sorry. <laughs> she, she just did an interview um, for CBS and talks about how they didn't want her character to be Jewish. She didn't want the nanny to be Jewish and from Queens. Wow. Which I don't really know how they were going to get around, but she fought for that. And she was like, I'm going to leave if you don't make Fran Fine Jewish. And she did that. But my intention really for her is I follow this Instagram account called What Fran Wore. And it breaks down <laughs> all of her like Mugler, like Dior, like crazy high-end outfits that she wore and I wanted to pull those out of the closet and give us like a Britney Spears inspired runway show with all the old nanny outfits. Wow, I would love that. But maybe not such jerky editing like on the Britney videos. No, I want the jerky editing too. Okay, sorry. (laughs) You, I got it. Really authentic, the real deal. Yes. Hmm, I like that. It's an inspired choice. My intention is for Kendall Jenner. I love those pics of her with Devin Booker who we've seen and know is an NBA star who dated Jordan Woods. I was not really feeling the last guy that Kendall was dating. It didn't really seem like it was going anywhere. They were on, they were off. It wasn't too serious. We heard from sources. But I want her to lean into this Devin Booker relationship. This is like, this could be the the finest slice of Kardashian justice served. Um, So if it's happening, let it happen. 
And I like Tom Blake Collier. Griffin. He seems simple and like easy to, to be around because yeah. he doesn't seem to be too smart. He yeah, wasn't ben- simple. He had all that court drama. Kendall was like drawn into his like baby mama documents. Yeah, and that's oh, not yeah. cute. No, no. The no ben, ben Simmons, Simmons thing, was good. Ben Simmons. I liked Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. It was it was like too too chill. And now, as we can see from quarantine, it's about really serious, like the real deal. Make it, make it happen. Let's bang through some news before we get to all that serious pregnancy news. First, some college cheating scandal updates. Wow. Sophia Macy, the daughter of Felicity Huffman and William H. Macy, has been accepted into Carnegie Mellon University. I've been wondering about this forever, if she was going to get in somewhere. Well, she shared, she sure shared the happy news on her Instagram. She updated her bio to say CMU Drama 24, which is awesome. And because, as we know, she was the child who... Felicity had paid to have her SAT scores uh, changed by Rick Singer. Uh, mm-hmm. But now there's that happy ending to that story. There's also a happy ending for your problematic queen, Olivia Jade, Sarah Huron. What's the amazing update? Did she get into Carnegie Mellon too? You know, I don't think she did. Uh, Sophia retook her SATs. I don't think Olivia has plans to, you know, take a standardized test anytime soon. No. But she does have a new BFF, a new puppy. Oh, that's so... Wow, so fresh and so new. But, I mean, I guess it fills the hole in her heart after, you know, she did share very... We lost Bianca. We lost Bianca, Bianca, the Laughlin family dog. And that was hard for me. So imagine how it was for her. Probably really rough. You know who's also experiencing some loss? Demi Lovato. And it's the loss of her friendship with Selena Gomez. But she doesn't seem to be mourning that, does she? We talked about this a little bit last week. But we have now have more insight into uh, the two of them and those strange cryptic quotes Demi had shared with Harper's Bazaar and the things that led to that hashtag Demi is over party. Uh, We've heard from the source that Demi has no beef with Selena. There's no animosity between them. They're just not friends at this point. Uh, Another source told us that Selena's always tried to be nice to Demi, but over the last couple of years, especially the both of them have been through personal struggles. In the past, Demi felt like Selena wasn't always there for her and that the friendship wasn't reciprocated. But another source told us they haven't been close friends since they were teenagers, so they haven't really been there for each other during those public struggles. They've always been pleasant and they've seen each other, but they haven't been close for many, many years. I was shocked by this. I thought these two were like two peas in a pod. No. You two didn't? Not since they were 19 have they ever been in a pod. But I feel like the 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 standing online, people have been so thrilled when, you know, Selena was supportive. I mean, Demi didn't care when Selena was supportive of her performance, but I feel like the fan base was alive for it. It's just, there's a lot happening here. Yeah, I mean, they've had ups and downs forever, but listen, like, just because we want to read into Selena Gomez wearing a shirt that says, like, I love everyone, thinking it's a message for Demi when she's in rehab, like, doesn't actually mean it's a message for Demi in rehab. And when she posts, I think Selena and Demi are both trying to, like, you know, everyone's getting on the women supporting women train. Ramona Singer, you know, started it, of course. And so Sarah, I Sarah, even... we, Sarah, we should be on that train. We should be on that train. Kidding. I know you don't want to buy a ticket to get on board, but choo-choo, all aboard, no, Sarah. No, I'm obviously on it. I'm obviously on it. But we've seen Demi do that posting, like, about like a Taylor Swift song. And then, like, Selena posting about Demi. Like, they don't mean anything. They're just doing it to, like, try to pretend they've moved past any drama when, like, really deep down, like, none of these, like, Taylor and Demi don't like each other. Demi and Selena are, like, have, haven't been friends in a long time. 
And that, it just is what it is. Like, it's just a fact. Those are just facts now. There's no, like, re there's no more princess protection program red carpets uh, or, you know, posing uh, together. Like, it's just I done. love it's that done. princess protection program thing. And a quarantine activity that I did, um, you drink every time they say princess in that movie, and it makes it much better. Wow. <laughs> I like they called it Great. quarantine. How fancy of you. Quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys both see that Finsta account that, uh, that allegedly... Nah. Yeah, of course. Uh, people saw that account where it seemed like there were a lot of shady posts about Selena and people thought that it was like Demi's fake account. But a source told us that Demi is telling people that the Finston account wasn't hers, that it's a fake profile that she doesn't use. And the photos that were making fun of Selena were edited in Photoshop. Travis Cronin, do you believe it? Absolutely not. I think that she was at a different place in her life and was definitely posting shady things to get it out because that's what their relationship has been. Like, as Sarah said, their last time they were friends was the Princess Protection Program red carpet. And then people sort of took and took the t-shirt that they were wearing or some comment to be about each other, but they really have just grown apart. So I think she was just like, you know, in a worse place and pissed and doing mad news. We all, we've all been there. Uh, we certainly have. Demi's also just one of those people who it's like, I think she gets really annoyed that people still ask about it. And then she like acts out and then like we'll do the opposite of just like letting it go. Whereas Selena, we see pretty much just ignores things. I think Demi has a harder time ignoring it. Amen. You guys know who I have a problem with? Kanye West. Again? Always. Yes, why can't he just be gracious? I mean, he was declared a billionaire by Forbes, and then, of course, he texted them and said, it's $3.3 since no one at Forbes knows how to count. But I don't think that's Kanye's biggest issue right now. We've heard from a source that Kim and Kanye have been arguing a lot during quarantine. Kanye is really getting on Kim's nerves, which, uh, shocker, Kanye's mm -hmm. gotten on the world's nerves. Um, and our source said that while Kanye is focused on creating lately, Kim feels like all the parenting duties are falling on her. And our source said Kim finds it frustrating that Kanye doesn't ask her how he can help with the kids, which, shocker? Wait, he's, he's narcissistic and doesn't care <laughs> about anything? I won't, not my Kanye. <laughs> I'm not surprised by this at all because Kim and Kanye are both very normally busy individuals who probably don't really even spend that much time together between their four kids and their thousand businesses. And in quarantine, I'm sure them both being home, even though their house is bigger than any of us could ever imagine, it's somehow not big enough. Yeah, and I think Kim is the very hands-on parent, but I think obviously with quarantine, she's been even more hands-on. And I think that Kanye, who knows if he's off in Wyoming or what he's doing. But It seems like he uh, is off in Wyoming, doesn't it? It seems like a Kanye thing to do. That seems like a move when it's like, oh, there's a pandemic. We need to get together and make each other feel safe and seen. And he's out in Wyoming, maybe <laughs> recording in some whatever new building he's built. Can't wait. You know, we've talked so much about how Kate Beckinsale is dating that 22-year-old, and there's so much attention on who people call her a cougar, but I call her a woman who's living her life, as we all should. But you know what we've totally forgotten? Madonna, who is 61, is dating that dancer who 26. is 26. <laughs> like, that is truly... You better get it, girl. She shared on her Instagram stories all these videos of her twins making birthday cards for him, and they've been dating for, like over a year which yeah. is wild it is wild but she's also done it so many times during her career that it just sort of seems like what's happening it's less shocking she has a type for sure mm -hmm. and she the age is just a number for madonna i think the difference is also that keep back and sale like interacts with people criticizing her about it and madonna just lets it happen and it like doesn't bother her like she madonna probably like 
has never read an Instagram comment in her life. Like she posts and then like never looks back. Well, she's yeah, been worth. She, she's <laughs> like a clapback. I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, she's like I had countries try to bring me down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Huron, what's going on with Kylie Jenner? Oh my God! Well, Kylie Jenner, as we talked about last week, had those photos come out that were obviously unedited. She didn't have makeup on, paparazzi snaps, and people fresh were faced. fresh faced. I love that fresh faced Kylie, and a lot of people were you know criticizing how she you know edits herself or the filler she uses or the makeup or kind of trying to pinpoint like what is really going on with Kylie. So Kylie is not okay with that. And she decided not to address any of this head on, but instead to post several videos, spraying herself with her Kylie skin, get all done up, only wear bikinis for a week to prove, bitch, I am still hot. And I don't care what you say. Yeah, I had an off day. I took my makeup off and the paps got a picture, but I'm Kylie effing Jenner and I'm hot. And now I'm going to make TikToks with my BFF Stoss that are going to make you forget about those fresh-faced photos. The editing on those Keeping Up With The Kardashian TikToks that she did with Stassi is really phenomenal. Yeah, they're great. They put together like a bunch of clips, a lot of Courtney moments, which you don't think Courtney actually has a lot of good lines, but when you clip them all together, you're like, oh, is Courtney the funny one? Oh, because she's like so sour on that show. So it makes yeah. her great quips. I'm just glad Kylie got back into drag because that's like, she was just like a queen without her makeup. And then she's like, oh, you want the wig and the contour and the five layers of makeup? She's back. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I did this for a couple weeks alone. Stoss, get your ass over here. I'm calling in backup. You live here now. And yeah, that's it. It really makes me feel seen because I'm just lounging around in quarantine in bikinis every day too. So I just like that someone else has joined me. She's also... Stormy is just the cutest freaking kid ever. Like she's been sharing the cutest videos of her and it's like so weird. It's like one second Kylie's relatable because she's a mom and like her daughter's driving her nuts and the next second like you see her in that bikini with that Kylie skin spray and you're like, what the hell is this alternate universe the Kardashians live in? Uh, you know what was absolutely terrifying this well there was a lot of a lot bizarre news but no the duck dynasty news i mean we don't talk about duck dynasty as much as we used to when they were on the air and we were covering them all the time Mm -hmm. but there was a drive-by shooting in louisiana willie robertson from duck dynasty and his family were in there were in his home in louisiana and somebody drove by and shot a gun and all these bullets went through the bedroom window of the home where his son john luke robertson lives with his wife and sadie robertson who just got married was there and they didn't know why all these bullets were spraying across the property we talked we got some quotes from the family and then luckily no one was outside even though they had been outside like five minutes before and then somebody got arrested which i mean and charged with one kind of aggravated assault for drive-by shooting i'm like thank goodness nobody else was hurt but how absolutely terrifying as if quarantine isn't like bleak and scary enough in this pandemic situation but a drive-by shooting at the robertson's house how random is that i need to know more was it like a rival duck calling company i mean some someone is is still pissed i'm like uh please redirect your focus and your rage into something that's not as wildly dangerous and terrifying we don't get drive-bys every week here on the podcast we do not. We do not. And and especially one that is, is so bizarre and we're still waiting for a lot of answers. But you know who does have answers? Hopefully Travis Cronin. Can you tell us what happened on this day in pop culture history? Oh my God. So many things, Brody. Well, first of all, it was today was the day that Bruce Springsteen in 1976 climbed over the wall of Graceland to meet Elvis and Elvis was not there. Oh, sad. Um, also in 1992, today was the day that Paula Abdul and Emilio Estevez were married. They divorced two years later. 
Oh, promise of a new day. Uh, yes. And then it was also the day that Tupac married uh, Keisha Morris while he was in jail in 1995. But my favorite on this day in was I sent you guys the video and everyone should look it up is that uh, it's the day that Princess Diana was running the Mother's Day race with um, Harry and William and Harry does the sack race and Princess Diana was barefoot and she was the first mom in the royal family to run the race and she was in like these flax harem pants and like sprinting. It was just amazing like feminist movement that I never knew happened. She was going real fast. Some like she's got some royal speed there to her. Oh, I so really she sadly was... didn't win the race, but she Which is looked great. <laughs> unbelievable that someone was faster than that, but she looked phenomenal. Yeah, it's a great video. <laughs> So chic and, and classic. Mm-hmm. Icon. 1991. Icon. You know what? There have been so many mind-blowing pregnancies this week. And some we could have anticipated, right? Chris Pratt, Catherine Schwarzenegger. Right. Obviously, I was shocked. I was waiting for that. I like When I saw that, I was like, oh, she wasn't pregnant already? Like I already yeah. thought we knew that. We knew they wanted more kids. They, it's been 10 months after they were married. They were married, you know, last year in Montecito. And then we've confirmed that she is pregnant and expecting her first child with him. He obviously already has seven and a half year old son, Jack, who he shares with his ex, Anna Ferris. Leah Michelle, pregnant, 33 year old Glee actress with Zandi Reich, her husband. But wowzers, I was not expecting this latest news. Gigi Hadid, Zayn Malik, Travis, why are you shaking your head? I, it's just, it's really shocking. And I don't yeah. know why I only think of how skinny her stomach is during all of this. But that's just, as soon as I think of why it's shocking, I just see her taut tummy and I'm just blown away that there's a baby growing in there. <laughs> I, I'm stressed about this for two reasons. Me too. Okay, I am. I understand. I think I can anticipate one of yours. Is it, does it relate to Yolanda? Yes. But we're not going to get to see her be a grandma because she's not on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills anymore. Furious. Justice like, for Yolanda. Yeah. We need Yolanda back. I think it would be hilarious. Remember when Bella got a DUI? Yes. And yes. we got to see Yolanda go into mom mode and, like, freak out. And it was just, like, iconic. Like, I would love to see, like, grandma Yolanda and, to like, her reaction to all of this. Like, Yolanda was actually very underrated housewife because she got sick and, like, things kind of took a turn. But her first, like, two seasons, she was, like, pretty shady. But even when she got sick, that was like an incredible storyline because yeah, remember I mean, when they were accusing her of Munchausen's? Her yeah, that yeah. was wildly so supportive one. cast members. I'm upset that we're not going to be able to see this on Bravo. But number two is just like, I don't know a lot about Zane. I was not really like a One Direction stan. I kind of missed that boat. But this on and again, off again relationship, I just don't know if it's it's great to to have a child. Wow. Well, I don't know much about on again, off again relationships. I don't. Well, I, actually, you're an expert. So, can you tell me about um, how well, you feel as badly as we think? As is? as far as we know, and we've only documented they've broken up. They've gotten back together three times. And you know, for me, I, my relationships, I like to get it back together at seventeen least times. <laughs> No, but the, I mean, she's only 25, so they've they've had less time to do she's this. She's my age. I'm that is also stressing me out. Like, <laughs> you need to catch up, baby girl. I yeah. I need a boy bander to impregnate me. Well, sorry, oh, mom oh and dad. God. Oh my god, <laughs> cheers. So do I. Uh, well, she did. She just celebrated her tw- her 25th birthday, and we're thinking it might have doubled as a 
gender reveal. Uh, uh, you know I don't like. I know you do. People are still doing it. Yeah, the baby's gonna have. There were blue strings. There were pink strings on the balloons. Bella was there. There was that little gift bag that that might have been a clue to them expecting. But a source told us she's always wanted to start a family with Zane. Yes, despite the on and off the whole relationship. You know what's crazy? Us was was the one, we exclusively broke the news and they got together in 2015. Mm-hmm. They called it quits for the first time in March 2018. They reconciled shortly after that and then they broke up for the second time in January 2019. But then they got back together, we confirmed at the beginning of this year. And three One Direction members now are fathers or are going to be fathers very soon. Yeah, it's called Growing Up, Travis. I mean, You know what else is? Fast. <laughs> it's crazy because speaking of like growing up and stuff, Remember when Gigi dated Joe Jonas? Yes. And now Remember? he's going to be a dad with his wife? Yes. Uh, hello. Remember that when Gigi dated Tyler C. from The Bachelor? Uh, like, I literally seven months ago? Yeah. And now he's drinking. I saw last night he was drinking on Instagram. and TikTok. And to be- Okay, well, I think it got posted to Instagram, so calm down, Sarah Huron. <laughs> and then people were commenting on something, and he was saying, you guys are wrong, because I guess people were asking him if he's the father? Come on, people. That's fantastic. Thank you for doing our job for us. Yeah, thank you for being messy and even acknowledging those people. That was phenomenal. But I, it is really, really shocking news. I don't think anyone saw this pregnancy coming. And... Therefore, I've asked the three of you, in light of this baby news, the Catherine Schwarzenegger, Chris Pratt news, the Leah Michelle, Zandy Reich, their baby news, and Tyler, uh, sorry, and Gigi and Zane. Tyler! Oh my God, Tyler. Sorry, that's a rumor and it's not true. I've asked each of you to write a speech for one of the pregnant famous couples you're choosing for their unborn child. Something you would say at their christening or non-denominational ceremony if you were... That child's, the unborn child's grandparent. Sarah Huron, please kick it off. What do you have for us? Okay. Who's, well, whose baby are you the godmother in. for? Wait, who's, whose baby are you the godmother for? Okay, well, I slightly misunderstood the assignment because of course you I did. thought we could do any pregnant celebrity, not just one of those three. I, fine, also, picked, fine. I also picked a different one. Fine, you guys can do it. Fine. <laughs> and okay, I thought I was the godmother. You are Me the too. godmother. Oh, you said grandparent. No. Godparent. Holy wow. I'm not going to age you up. That's well, so Well, you just rude. said that. Here are the okay. tapes. Okay, so I'm re-watching Gossip Girl because I finished The Hostess of New York City and I love yes. to just keep, like, torturing myself with pretty people in New York and places I can't go. Um, so I wrote mine to Leighton Meester and Adam Brody. Do you want to read it in a grandmother tone of voice, like old and creaky? No. <laughs> you not said mention grandmother. It. <laughs> Fine. Godmother. The okay. godmother is Sarah Okay, Hira. I wrote a poem. Thank- oh, shocker. Let's go. <laughs> Blair Waldorf and Seth Cohen have gone from two to four. Both part of TV ships that made my heart soar. Arlo Day is a big sister. It's safe to say one of these kids will be a hipster. As godmother, I will protect these, this baby with my life, especially if Adam ditches Leighton to make me his wife. <laughs> wow, that's so messed up. I loved your oath, even though it had such a sinister twist at the end. Sarah, brava. Thank you. Um, I'll go because Travis, you always slay us. <laughs> Mine is for Gigi and Zane. Of course, I am the godparent for their unborn. Gigi Hadid, oh girl, the tea. We met you at a young age on RHOBH. Muhammad's pride, Yolanda's protege. 
the runway, no, world, your perfect stage. But now we've learned you are expecting. Forgive me, dear, if I am projecting. Hold your, <laughs> hold your parents tight. Anwar, Alana, Bella, who through thick and thin stand for you and your fella. But if things with Zane ever border on Zany, know at end of the day, it's about you and that baby. Oh, that was good. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Travis. Who are you the godfather or godparent for? Mm. Katie's teenage dreams are coming true with Orlando. I'm so happy for her, even though I'm not a fando. I hope <laughs> I hope that there are huge bursts of whipped cream for your new growing family. And it seems you're not kissing girls anymore and questioning your sexuality. You're marrying the most handsome blonde elf, and that is true. And he is marrying a giant bottle of Purell, because that's just how you do. I hope you feel the swish swishes, the fireworks, and the hot and cold. And I also wish that this baby doesn't see those kayak pictures until they're old. I promise to make this baby feel like it's her birthday every day. Wow. Oh, Travis. <laughs> Honestly, a rocky start, but a good finish. Yes. Thank what you. a great toast. What a great godparent toast. Well Thank done. You. Well, that was very happy. So now we've got to move on to some splits, sadly. Um, you know what I liked? These people still making it work as friends after splits. Jesse J shared about Channing Tatum's 40th birthday, and she said, Happy 40th birthday to the special man right here. As we confirmed recently, those two are broken up again. But it's nice to see them sort of doing well. You know who's not doing well, bitch? Kristen Cavallari. And Sarah, no, I know I know this spoke deeply to you because as they shared on Instagram, Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler have separated after 10 years of marriage. And holy mother, do you remember where you were when you heard that they, of course you were at home. But wow, I was shocked. I was Sarah, at home. Yes. And I saw an email about it and I didn't know it was like her on her Instagram. I saw like, I thought it was just like someone speculating or like a source quote or like someone claiming. And I was like, there's no way. And then I texted someone and I was like, wait, where is this KCAV Jay Collar thing coming from? And they were like her Instagram. And then I went and it had been posted for four whole minutes and I missed it. And I was like, this cannot be true. Well, it, it is true. And you it saw that on, on her show, didn't it sort of, show that More they shadow. were having some issues in okay, their marriage. Okay, so, so as one of the only people who has seen every episode of Eric Cavallari. <laughs> and Confirm. I say that not with pride and not with concern, just as Confusion? A fact. Confusion. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a fact. It's just a fact. I've seen every episode of Eric Cavallari. And one could say there was clear hints that, you know, they were very different, that she was clearly wanting to show their personal life on reality TV and he was not... Um, she talked about their highs and lows in the end of last season. She was very obviously like, we're in a low and it kind of came out of nowhere. But the only reason I'm not surprised is because they do compliment each other in a weird way. Like every time he would like bring home a donkey or a pony, then she would like think it was funny and endearing. And like they had a good like report. They messed with each other, but they also were so different. Like I, I could see it both ways. You know what I mean? Well, they took that trip to the Bahamas with the kids. They have three kids, and they came back. He filed. Then she filed, and she took wife out of her Instagram bio, so we know it's really over. We heard from a source she's planning to stay in Nashville so they can co-parent. But our source said there's nothing super scandalous or suspect about their split, even though we've heard from another source that they've accused each other of cheating over the years but never could really prove anything. But, of course, in her documents, she filed something that mentioned inappropriate marital conduct, which made people very confused. What does this mean? But obviously, as we've learned and shared on usmagazine.com, inappropriate marital conduct can 
include a lot of different things. It doesn't oh necessarily mean- I hope we can go to usmagazine.com slash stylish and see all of KCAV's hairstyles throughout the year, because that's sort of the content that I want to see. I'm sure we can. <laughs> I'm sure you know it'll be there. But it is, um, it's it's definitely interesting because he, Jay filed for, irreconcil- he said it was irreconcilable differences, um, but they are definitely, it seems like, headed to some disagreements about who should have custody. You know what's custody. so interesting about these two? Is like you wouldn't think this split would have the effect it did, but Jay Cutler was trending on Twitter, and there was people leaving flowers and footballs outside of Kristen's store. I mean, flowers fine, but the footballs, come on, that's that's savage and messed up. No, I just think that people like because you know he is this like cool guy quarterback, and she was in like such big pop culture moments with the Hills and Laguna Beach and Vera Cavallari. Um, they cross so many demographics and it's, it was shocking to me to see how many people cared. And I mean, it, the traffic it brought us was wonderful. I'm sorry for your, you know, marriage falling apart, but, um, it's also interesting to note that they did have that drama at the beginning of this season where Kristen revealed she wasn't on speaking terms with her best friend Kelly anymore, because when season two was airing, people were accusing Jay and Kelly of having an affair and Kristen never believed it, but she didn't like the way Kelly kind of fueled the fire by liking tweets and stuff. So I think that this was a messy, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff we probably don't know about Kristen and Jay and having E document it and try to control the narrative probably one drove Jay crazy being on the show and two, Kristen like trying to produce her life. Probably she hit a wall. Yeah. Well, there were also some less surprising splits that we covered this week. Timothee Chalamet, Lily Rose Depp. I mean, I just wanted them to stay together because of those wild makeout photos on the boat that oh my god seared on my memory such such i have it framed in my bedroom athletic tongues truly and also not that surprising noah centineo and alexis wren they were a surprising match but they unfollowed each other on instagram noah deleted the photo he had of them together and a source confirmed to us they broke up a few weeks ago i love him yes he's very hot yeah yes he is i finally watched all the boys it's great oh I mean, he was the love of my life last year. That would happen. Um, Now, the new love of my life is John B. from Outer Banks. I don't know if you guys Uh, have watched yet, but it's life-changing. I don't. So, if either now, I mean, I don't know if they want to, you know, reach out. But Nick Vile says everyone checks their DMs, so maybe I should. (laughs) (laughs) I know you do, sir. Just send a couple peaches. But I like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like playing it very casual, like you don't really check your DMs. You know what it's time for, you guys? It's time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania! Oh my god, that's right. It's time to hop into the imaginary ring as we do every week. And the celebrities who are celebrating their birthdays, we're going to drag them into the ring with us. Put on some imaginary boxing gloves and set them to some imaginary boxing matches. This fight will be refereed by Leslie Jordan who's turning 65. Beloved Leslie Jordan killing it on Sarah. Is it TikTok or Instagram? Because I think he's killing it on both right Instagram. now. Instagram. But he's, he's winding up on TikTok too. Yeah, he Well, is. Uh, the first one up, Travis Michelle Pfeiffer turned 62 <gasps> on April 29th. Versus My queen Uma, Stephanie Zanoni? Versus Uma Thurman who turns 50 <gasps> on April 29th. Wow. I mean, I want to have Uma Thurman knock Michelle Pfeiffer out just to see the look on Sarah's face. But after, I mean, Catwoman versus Kill Bill, this is very tough. And I don't want to make this decision, but I'm going to give it to Michelle Pfeiffer. Wow. Sarah, I know you're always waving the justice for Bridget flag. Well, guess what? Bridget Moynihan turns 49 on April 28th versus 40-year-old Channing Tatum, who turns uh, 40 on (laughs) April 26th. Wow. I mean... 
Sorry, Channing. Justice for Bridget. Yes. Well, you're going to need that justice again because, Travis, it's Bridget Moynihan and Michelle Pfeiffer. It's 49-year-old Bridget Moynihan and Michelle Pfeiffer. But the Property Brothers, who turn 42 on April 28th, jump to the ring. And it's Michelle and Bridget versus the Property Brothers. Who wins? Oh, my God. Michelle and Bridget kick the hell out of this. That is my dream team. Michelle and Bridget. Stephanie Zanoni, queen of my life. Bridget Moynihan, trying to get justice for her. Like, I've never needed two people to become friends in my life. Well, Feel free Sarah, to make fan art about this. Sarah, I'm glad you enjoyed it so much because once they knock the twins out, Bridget and Michelle turn on each other and it's 62-year-old Michelle Pfeiffer versus 49-year-old Bridget Moynihan. Who wins this round of Celebrity Birthday Stop. Box? Stop, no. They beat the Rock Brothers and that's it. Move on. <laughs> okay, that's fine. We have double winners. Congratulations, Michelle and Bridget, and happy birthday. Have a fun, awkward Zoom birthday party. Oh <laughs> uh, well, guys, this means we are now and after somebody worth their boxing man, we to bring it down because we have to talk about the coronavirus news of this week. Luckily, we don't have a ton of, of course, there are still a ton of people being diagnosed, but we are seeing fewer celebrities share about their diagnoses online. Um, not sure if that's a result of celebrities being more private about it now, but we have seen less high profile names talk about um, how this is directly affecting their health. Um, but we do have some new names like Roy Horn from Sigrid and Roy. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen them perform when they used to perform no. in Vegas? You know, the only thing really... I know about that is um, that Rugrats, when they go to Las Vegas... Oh, interesting. Maybe it's a generational <laughs> thing. But you knew that Roy had been attacked by one of their tigers in a show. But Roy, he, his, their publicist, said that he tested positive for coronavirus and he's responding well to the treatment. Travis, I saw you liked that story that Cruz Tran and Cruzy Tran and Victor Cruz. I don't know why they are quarantined apart across the country, but they said they spend twenty hours a day on Facetime. Yes, I really did like that story just because it's so ridiculous and fantastic. I mean, get in a car and road trip a few days over to see her IRL. I mean, she's teaching him some cooking tricks and turkey tacos. Well, did he move to New York? He's He's on E! News now. I saw that, which I don't get it, but good for him. I was shook. I loved him when he was on the Giants. He's very nice. I know who you love as well, Sarah, from Vanderpump Rules. Kristen. Uh, I mean, I love her for bringing the drums. Yes. Yeah, and she is a quarantine But I'm team bay. Stassi. Oh, okay, sorry. Thank you for clarifying. Well, she is a quarantine bay, Kristen. I'm going to mess up her last name. Dodie. Yeah, Dodie. I, I, I was about to say Dute, but it's, yeah, Kristen Dodie. And she's dating Alex Minash, who we've... Heard from a source likes girls with a sense of humor. He's hilarious. He wants to get married and have kids soon. Sarah, you're excited for her though, yes? Of course. I mean, Kristen's on and off-again relationship with her boyfriend, Carter, who was her last boyfriend, was so stressful and it caused a lot of issues in Kristen's life on the show with her friends. Um, And a fresh start with a non-famous, hopefully doesn't want to be on the show. I mean, does like a little, but not like in a too much way. Um private Instagram is what we need. And this time to, you know, try to form a relationship off the air. You know who I want to be in quarantine with? Angelina Jolie. And Mm. then I thought, no, you know what? She is in quarantine with all six of those kids. And I feel like that would get old really fast. But Mm -hmm. she told time that they're all locked in. They're doing all right. And she has um, been parenting and teaching them and being the wonderful mom that she is. But wow. Can you imagine what that house is like with the six kids cooped up there? I cannot. 
I need more Shiloh John content. <laughs> yes, I do. I have one. I want the twins like up and at them. I, I, you know what? We've got Mason on Instagram. I, mm-hmm. I think it's time for uh, a Jolie Pitt child. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, that would be. Honestly, Surrey Cruz turning fourteen was like so shook worthy for me a couple weeks ago. I need her on TikTok. I think it's gonna. I think we're gonna hear from one of the Jolie Pitt kids before we hear from Surrey Cruz. Like Why? one because of them of, is because of um David Miscavige. Um, no, I just think that Katie's done a good job of keeping things with Surrey very private, and I think Angelina will let one of the kids do an interview, but tied to some sort of philanthropy or work. So we'll probably oh, hear from one true. of them about their world before that's we hear about what Surrey's world. So Surrey, Surrey kind of reminds me of JoJo Siwa. Interesting. Wow. A, a, bowl, like a bowlist Jojo Siwa or a Jojo Siwa with the high pony and the bow? The high pony and the bow. bow. Like, I, I mean, I don't know any Surrey Cruz at all, obviously. But I kind of feel like she, because Katie's kind of kept her sheltered, she probably is like a true 14-year-old, still like young girl. And Jojo Siwa is like a 16-year-old, still playing with dolls. And I could see that for Surrey Cruz. Interesting. Not like if she was raised in the Kardashian-Jenner family. Right. Not like Kylie Jenner, who was like on a stripper pole in the first episode of Keep Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> oh, no. That's right. Sarah, your other fave, The Bachelorette World. What's going on over there? Claire Crawley was getting called out on social media. People were pissed at her. Then she'd clarify what was going on. Why are yes. they coming for her? Um. Well, Claire sent a tweet saying that if you are doing cameos or interviews already and my season hasn't even started, like, don't bother. And as you may know, Matt James, Tyler Cameron's best friend, has been on Cameo and doing interviews with Us Weekly and other outlets to promote he's raising money for charity because he has like a full following with his friendship with Tyler and his football career, if you want to call it that. Um, And Claire came for him, but then she decided to say that she wasn't talking about anyone specific. So people were like, you need to calm down. Like he's raising money for charity. Um, I did a very in-depth breakdown of the bachelor on cameo on this week's bachelor podcast here for the right reasons so check that out oh jesus Um, and a clip of matt james talking to us and he's claiming that he is patiently waiting to meet claire and he wants the season to go on as planned but i don't think they're gonna let him on the show anymore oh and if they do he'll be on there very short-lived it might be like a first cut and people will be like why did they even have him on it was only for her to like be had him in front of us yeah actually more fascinating and exciting is this us weekly exclusive we broke the news Peter Weber, the last bachelor, is dating the contestant from the season, Kelly Flanagan. And we saw these two meet up during quarantine because Bachelor Nation people like to bend the quarantine rules. And a source told us that they are officially on. And they were trying to keep it kind of quiet. Sarah, were you shocked? No, we knew this was going to happen. Correct? No, we knew this was going to happen. I was shocked when the first photos of him and Kelly came out like a month ago, um, just because after, you know, being engaged to his finalist and dumping her and then breaking up with his runner-up Maddie. Like, I kind of thought Peter might, I don't know why, you know, tone it down and keep to himself and reflect the on pilot. this crazy year. But instead, he flew to Chicago. Um, ever since once I saw the pictures of him and Kelly, I was like, oh, this is, this is on. I knew it was on. Um, but it should be really interesting to see. I mean, he sent her home right before hometown. She, like, finished, like, fifth. Um, well, he's like burned through all the other girls. And a source told us that Peter and Kelly are fully dating, but they're not admitting it to people. And she's been very careful in staying in her house. Well, I'm before. sure they're worried about the backlash. Everyone loves, I don't know, besides Nick Vile, everyone loves Madison. And I think didn't like how that all played out. So I think they're worried about people like the backlash. 
Yeah, which you know it's coming. The internet, they people have nothing else to do right now except for sit at home and um, turn into angry keyboard. I'm trolling warriors. him right now. Ah, you are so <laughs> look at you multitasking. It's so out of the world. Um, thank you guys for joining us once again for our Hollywood podcast. You can listen on Spotify, tune in on iTunes, enjoy us however you do. Please subscribe, like, and share our podcast. You can find us on social media and let us know if there's something you love, or maybe there's the slightest, slightest chance something you didn't, other than Sarah Huron's attitude. And once again, we will join you again <laughs> here next week on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Bye.